Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, March 28th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Stargaze, Top Collector Space. Let's take a listen. Okay, guys, we're going to go ahead and start right now. Um, if anyone wants to speak, uh, please request uh, to speak and we'll get you guys up. We want to learn more about all of uh, the ways you guys use Stargaze and how you collect and what you look for. So um, right now, it looks like we've got... Uh, Maestro and Crazy uh, Crazy H on. Welcome, guys. Um, so I guess tell tell us real quick uh, what your experience with Stargaze has been so far, and like how long you've used it. What's going on, everyone? Uh, my name is Maestro. Um, I've been with Stargaze since the uh, Genesis, um, and um, I I used um, other blockchains to mint other NFTs. I used to be really into Tezos, um, and um, and then I have some uh, some NFTs over on um, a different different uh, blockchain. It's called the uh, Theta Network. Um, and when I came over to um, to uh, Stargaze, uh, it was just it was mind blowing how easy it was. It was so user friendly. It was just one click and it was done. I mean, I was I was amazed and. I've been hooked ever since. I think I have too many NFTs. I need to stop. Great, thank you. Um, anyone else like to chime in? Yeah, hey guys. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been using Stargaze for about, I don't know, 10 months, I would say. Uh, yeah, originally came from, from Terra, you know, where I start, started collecting NFTs like a year and a half ago, I would say. And yeah, yeah, it was, it's, 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 it's kind of get a, you know, same vibes, a nice community feeling from from Stargaze, which is obviously uh, something that uh, I like. And yeah, that's 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 probably the the most important thing. Hello, everyone. Um, I have been using Stargaze from day one. Have you? Can you hear me? We sure can. Yeah, good. Uh, I've been using Stargaze from day one. Prior to that. I wouldn't say I was a collector of NFTs anywhere. I just used the technology to have the experience. And uh, what really, I think, got me excited with Stargaze is the fact that um, the experience is cohesive. It's not um, you mint and you wonder where your NFT is or you try to mint and you spend the whole day clicking and clicking and not knowing if you've succeeded or not, having to look at um um, Explorer to see if the money came off your account and all those funny, crazy experience with Secret, for example, because uh, that's where I had that experience. And in other platforms I tried, it was not it was not impressive. It wasn't not unimpressive. It was kind of flat. Nothing, nothing to make me want to do it again, if you ask me. But I think with Stargaze, the fact that you get to know the artists, you, you get to know 
you have a community and it's like you're all there at the beginning walking towards something and seeing the progress from the blockchain going live, then the block, the marketplace, and then the improvements the marketplace starts to get. It feels like you're part of it, you're a part owner. And I think that's what makes Stargaze different for me. Thank you very much for, for your input. Um, what kind of collections, what do you guys look for when you're looking to mint or purchase something on uh, on the marketplace? Um, what catches your eye? This is a question for all you guys. Uh, definitely uh, for me, um, I have to agree with uh, with Knight. It almost, um, I feel like Stargis is like one of my kids, right? Because I've, I've seen all the development and getting to know everyone and the developers. And I see um, what what you guys do, you know, Shane and a lot of you guys. Um, you know, recently we just had, a, you know, um, someone, you know, listed a, um, a bad kit for 25 stars as a mistake. And I don't think I've, any other platform would do something like this. You know, you guys are reaching out, trying to help out, uh, trying to get this guy to, you know, uh, to get his bad kid again. Uh, so that that's pretty amazing. That really just says a lot. And if you're out there and you don't see this, I mean, you're really missing out. Um, and uh, for me, when it comes to NFTs, um, not, not, I don't want to offend anybody. Don't take it personal. But I think the animals, the animal NFTs are, are, are a little too much now. You know, it's it's like the dogs, cats, fish. Uh, uh, I mean, just animal after animal. Um, I don't, I don't like that. Me personally, um, I like something unique, something different. Um, and that's why you know, bad kids really, really hit home because it was something different, something unique. Uh, it was not another ape, you know, from Ethereum. It was not, you know. So you look for like unique characteristics, stuff you don't see in other um, projects. Yes, yes, um, and that's why I also like to, the the bad kids. Um, I do hold um, the uh, pizza uh, pizza wizards. Uh, it's you know something unique, something that it's not around, um, and uh, you know stuff like that. Hey, Mister, I have a question for you. So, uh, so you said you used to play around with. Uh, Tezos and I and I love the ecosystem in Tezos. It's very organic, uh, kind of very indie artist focused. Um, uh, what, what did what, did you use like object or like you know what what did you kind of play around there with and how would you compare that with uh, the Stargaze experience? And then I also want to you said a lot of good things. I want to know the bad things because the bad things is what we can you know improve on. It might it might get a little a little crazy because my kids just got home. Um, um, so when I when I was and okay, puppy, hold on, I'm gonna be upstairs. Sorry, guys. When I was in um in Tesos, uh, it's been a while. Um, I was um really trying to fit in in the community. Um, I went to some of their um events here in Silicon Valley. Um, and, um, I just felt out of place, you know, I'm not a developer. I'm just an average Joe. And, um, I was really, you know, trying to learn the, uh, the technology. And, um, so I would go to those events after work and, uh, the minute they found out that I was not a developer, I was just, you know, I guess, um, um, just an average Joe, um, they would kind of, they would kind of push you away and they would, you know, create their own little groups. And I felt that. I felt that um, I went to two events in San Francisco and um, 
And then when I went to my first event, to Cosmos event, which was actually hosted by Stargaze uh, with Jake, it was it was just different, just just the community. It was like, hey, man, what's your name? How are you? Right away, it's, uh, you know, exchanging, you know, uh, Twitter names, uh, becoming friends on Twitter. My second event, when I went there, it was like, it was like we knew each other for for years. It was like, you know, a hug and and it was very welcoming. And I really liked that about the community. And that's why um, that one of the community and with uh, minting NFTs. I actually just played or uh, played around with the uh, with the ecosystem. It's been so long, Shane. I don't even remember the wallet I used. I don't remember anything. This was back in like 2018. All right, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, that's good to know. Uh, yeah, that was a while ago. I think. Uh, yeah, that was that was before um, some of the some of the ecosystem stuff that was built. Um, I see we've got Bartro and EMH on here. Um, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? I don't know if we've had you on a space before, but you guys are definitely some of the top collectors and uh, contributors and community members in the space. So give us a quick intro to yourself on uh, when you joined Stargaze and how it's been going. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Sure can. Cool. Um, sorry, I apologize. I'm driving, so you caught me at an awkward time. but. Um, yeah, my name is Eric. I've been with the community for about a year. Um, what I what I love about Stargaze uh, is the fact that it is a, a small ecosystem. So others have have echoed this um, or said this, but I'll echo it too. Um, I, I love how you can just get so involved in the projects, and you can get to know the the creators and the owners. You can give feedback that's really integrated into the projects. Um, some of the other uh, chains that I've dealt with, it, that's really not the case. Once you start to get, you know, thousands or tens of thousands of people on a Discord server, you just become, you know, another person. Um, but these communities are very small and uh, influential. So that's really nice. Um, in terms of things that I'd, I'd like to see personally, uh, one would be just better maintenance of NFTs uh, in bulk. So, like the ability to bulk list. Um, the, the transfer is huge. That goes a long way. So thank you guys for that. Um, and I guess, uh, the analytics is, is really, really nice. I love how you guys integrated the, the new analytics page. Um, one thing that I could say there in terms of like something I'd like to see is, um, trust goes a long way with me so like lately i'm just you know trying to hone in on collections that i just really trust because i'm post terra too you know i got rugged on terra like a lot of other people um i've been rugged on a lot of nfts i've been rugged on you know, a lot of coins a lot of things in general and i think people are just getting tired of all the rugs um so trust goes a long way with me and i i remember there was one point uh with stargaze where i noticed like a lot of you know, uh, sales where I kind of suspected wash trading. I'm not going to say like that it was, um, or accuse anybody of anything, but you know, I know you guys have a lot more power on your end to see like who's doing what, you know, you, you probably able to see IP addresses and you know, everything because these are your sites, your servers. Um, so you can do things that we can't do and or have expertise that we don't have uh, to be able to analyze these transactions better. So 
um, I don't know what you can do about just like mitigating, like, you know, churn, wash sales, um, because um, KPIs are big, right? When people go to buy a collection, they're, they're looking at, um, you know, what's the volume on the collection? And if people are, you know, buying and selling their own NFTs, it, it kind of like skews those metrics. So um, I don't know if, if there's anything that you could say there about how you're, you know, dealing with these kinds of things. Um, and then I guess just lastly is like liquidity. I, I guess I'm wondering what's the future of Stargaze? Um, do you think that you're expanding? How do you think that you're bringing in more liquidity uh, to the platform? And um, yeah, I guess that's it. Sorry if that was too much. Uh, no, that's a that's a great question. I can I can try to help uh, help answer it. Uh, I have a question, but, but, but first of all, what's uh, you, you said CIP? What is that? What does that stand for? CIP? Um, yeah, sorry, I don't remember saying that. Or in what context did I say that? Uh, you were talking about like in uh, like wash trading, the website analytics and stuff. You mentioned uh, like an acronym. I wasn't. Oh really oh with. oh, I, IP. I I said I I tried to say IP. Oh okay uh, okay, okay IP address. Oh okay okay yeah, okay yeah, yeah. okay okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, so, so the way, the way Stargis is set up is that, you know, it's, 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 it's an open blockchain, right? Anyone, anyone can run a node. So, um, like there's, there's no way that like, you know, we as a team have any kind of like priority access to that, right? Anyone can, can run a node and look at all the data. Everyone sees the exact same data. Um, um, in, so, uh, like in terms of wash trading, um we kind of looked at um so so calvin you know he's our he's a guy that does kind of a, a lot of data stuff and uh um you know he's been analyzing stuff and um you know found out that it was it was pretty minimal um there, there's only the, there was like one outlier case there was um i don't know if i should like mention the collection and stuff like that but uh, it, it was very apparent when it happened because this collection shot out of nowhere and like went the number one in uh, in like the marketplace um, kind of rankings. So the website right now it lists the the, the ordering is based on like uh, I believe it's like the seven day average volume is how it's listed uh, on the marketplace uh, site. And uh, yeah, this collection just came out of nowhere and went to like number one. So. So that was that was that was kind of obvious, um, and then and then we kind of delisted it for, uh, or just like you know hit it for one week, um, you know on the site and 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 and, and talked to the creator about it, and that that was that was kind of solved. Um, then there's been some like other like you know people not associated with the team that has also done some 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 research on it. So uh, a guy named George, I think. Um, you know, did some some um, analysis on it too, and and posted all the results and stuff like that. So uh, and also found like very similar things to that we found that this is brought, or like wash trading is very very minimal, and 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 I think one of the reasons for that is also uh, the listing fee, right? Because it makes it actually expensive uh, to wash trade if you're doing lots of lots of little trades, you you end up losing money because of the fees. Um, so yeah, so I mean I mean that's what we have found so far. I mean, if, if you look at any other ecosystem, like for example, if you look at LooksRare, right? It's something like, something like 80, 90% of their volume is wash trading. Um, if you look at Dune Analytics and uh, look at the analytics dashboards for most other chains, 
uh, and and uh, like you know other NFT platforms, like wash trading is like is like a huge huge problem. Um, on Stargaze is extremely minimal. So you know comparatively, like you, you know depending on what you you you, you know you got to compare um, projects uh, to their peers, and you know compare in comparison to everyone else, like it's 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 almost non-existent on Stargaze. So, um, you know, I, 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 that, I that's I, awesome. Yeah. That's so, yeah. So that's, that's what we have found, found so far. Um, the other question you asked about liquidity. Um, so what we want to do there is, so Stargaze's goal and plan all along was to bridge to other ecosystems, right? So we want to kind of optimize things in Cosmos first, start out with, you know, this kind of small group of, of folks in Cosmos and, uh, you know, like, Really, uh, kind of, uh, I, I, you know, I really kind of um, trying to enjoy these times right now because I know it won't always be like this. I know it always kind of won't be this very tight knit kind of community because, uh, you know, as we as we expand to other ecosystems, it's going to be very hard to maintain that. But the goal is to eventually, uh, you know, add Ethereum support, uh, uh, bridge to you know Ethereum, Polygon, Solana, like all the all the main chains, and then have liquidity flow into Stargate. And uh, we're probably going to do, uh, there's a ton of tokens in the community pool. And uh, the goal is to kind of have liquidity incentives uh, for them to, you know, come and list their NFTs on Stargaze and, uh, and, 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 and bridge across multiple chains. So um, in terms of liquidity, could that's, I, yeah, that's our plan. Could, could I ask a quick follow-up question to that? Yeah, um, yeah sure. If, if um, in, in regards to, like, a lot of times when people move collections, I've seen this, like, you know, I've limited experience, right? But coming from Terra to Stargaze, you know, those were big, you know, one-way bridges, right? People went from Terra, they came to Stargaze permanently. Some people, you know, are now going from Stargaze to other chains like Poly. Um, but those are, once again, like, kind of permanent one-way bridges. Um, I wonder if, if uh, you know, if you have any plans to you know, open up these bridges such that people could come back easily if they wanted to. Like if, if some collections are like, I know Skelly's for instance, I don't want to call them out, but they're moving over to Poly now. Um, if you had a, like a way to let them bridge, but then also reverse, uh, reverse that, I think, uh, you know, it, it would be good for the platform because anything to be able to get people back onto Stargaze easily, um, I, I think would, would be nice and then that might also go into like mutable collections too yeah so in terms of bridging i'm not exactly sure how it's working right now like are you know is it like do you burn the nft on stargaze and then it's like minted on another chain i believe i believe maybe that's 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 what's going on right now uh, yeah i think that's how they're gonna do it oh, okay okay um the, the the way the way we want to do it is is more like cross chain cross chain transfers over over ibc so the way it'll work is that, so right now we're working on um, ICSM21, which is the IBC NFT transfer protocol. So between Cosmos chains, you'll be able to transfer NFTs just like regular fungible assets, right? So, you know, just like how you would like deposit stars or atom on osmosis, it'll be kind of a similar process where you can bridge NFTs over from any Cosmos chain. Um, Eventually, we'll have that working uh, on Ethereum and EVM like chains as well. We are also working with uh, Axlar, who's building this thing called Squid, 
uh, generalized message passing, which will also enable uh, stuff like that. So it, it'll be much simpler. It won't be like this kind of funky thing where you got to you know burn and do all the stuff. It's, it's, it's going to be more like a token transfer um, across across chains. Uh, so so and, That's and awesome. yeah, and, and that'll be two way, right? So then you can bridge the target and move it away. Nice, very excited for that. Thank you. Sure. Thanks. Uh, I'd like to hear from Barto. You hear me well? I can hear okay. you very well. Welcome. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, first, uh, sorry for my English. It's not my uh, native language, so uh, I will do, uh, will do my best. But uh, it's not easy for me, and I'm a little bit uh, shy. So I'm, uh, I'm Barto. I got an alpha for you. It's not my real name. <laughs> my real name is Jonathan. And uh, I'm uh, on Stargate since uh, first day, I think. I was here for the airdrop, but uh, first I I'm a Solana boy. So uh, I leave uh, Solana because it was uh, very toxic for me. Community was toxic. And uh, when I joined uh, Stargaze, first thing I, I could see it was uh, the community. And it's always uh, amazing. People are friendly and help each other. I'm a member from uh, Rebels team. People know. And uh, so shout out to uh, Wolf Hunter, who are here, it seems to me. And uh, and uh, positive point on the Stargaze uh, community. Uh, technology is uh, amazing, to be honest. It's very smooth. Uh, it's crazy. Really, really. And uh, I'm happy to be here. Uh, it's amazing, really. Uh, I love trade. Uh, I'm a top trader. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and uh, and I love uh, to be here. I know sometimes I'm not easy. Sometimes uh, I send I say things uh, uh, who are not easy to uh, to listen. But I'm uh, I'm always here to improve improve the platform, improve the the collection improve uh, people and i uh, i want to always help and uh, it's a pleasure to be here and i want to explain stargaze to be honest people uh, show that i uh, i'm uh, on polygon too but it's not uh, it's not uh, to be here forever uh, i want to expand and bring people on stargaze it's my principal goal uh, I can see that uh, we are maybe maybe the best technology uh, for an, an NFT platform. I use Solana, I use Ethereum, I use uh, Polygon, and to be honest, Stargaze is the best. For the tech, it's the best. Nothing to add. Uh, I'm honest. Uh, I will speak about negative points later, <laughs> but positive point is that Stargaze is amazing. Uh, the collection are amazing. People are amazing, and uh, Cosmos, Cosmos, not only Stargaze need volume, need investor, and uh, we try. Uh, I speak about me. I speak about Rebels. I speak about uh, projects, other projects who uh, we expand on Polygon. People think that we live, but no, no, no. We we won't bring people here because we know. We all know that we need volume, we need investor, and uh, that's our goal. And I will speak about negative points, because there is always negative points. But 
I can see, uh, I could see that, uh, that uh, there is a progress. For me, communication is, uh, is a problem. But I can see that uh, the team improved this point, and I accepted that. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm always bullish about Stargaze. And uh, Stargaze needs volume, Stargaze deserves volume. And I'm sure uh, that together we, uh, we will success. And uh, yeah, I'm Bato. I'm not easy every day, but uh, I try to be a good guy and help uh, every people. My DMs are always open. People know that I always answer. And uh, yeah, I hope I, I'm not too long, but uh, that's my presentation. Wow. <laughs> hey, good to meet you. Yeah, good to meet you, Barto. Like, it, it, it's an honor to talk to you as one of the top, top traders on, on Stargaze. Um, how, do you, how do you balance your time between uh, like all these platforms? And um, so uh, if I understand it, you got your start in Solana. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you use Magic Eden. Um, what is like, um, is there a magic Eden like feature that you wish that Stargaze had? Yeah, uh, but my time, uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm very busy to be honest. It's, uh, sometime I must, uh, slow a little cause, uh, I'm, <laughs> it's, it's hard, but uh, I try uh, to use my time to help uh, everybody. Uh, features that I would like, uh, implement on, Star on Stargaze. To be honest, as I said uh, early, uh, with with the tech, Stargaze is uh, is better than uh, Magic Eden. Uh, it's a uh, it's it's a point. Uh, Stargaze is smooth on on mobile on uh, on laptop. Uh, if I if I speak about uh, tech technology, uh, I think uh, Stargaze is better than uh, Magic Eden. So for me, no, uh, Stargaze need. Uh, uh, if I if I uh, if I could uh, bring uh, something about uh, Magic Eden to uh, Stargaze, uh, volume, <laughs> uh, volume, and uh, some project. Uh, it's it should be cool to bring uh, to bring project from uh, from Polygon from uh, people start uh, people from Polygon start to see uh, start to see collection the dog house for example. Uh, uh, Rebels, uh, Scalies, uh, TSIs, uh, people, uh, people are bullish about uh, Stargaze people. Uh, and uh, because we, uh, in my opinion, we are amazing. Uh, we got passion, we got skills, and uh, I'm humble, huh? I'm French. So, <laughs> and, uh, and no, 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 technology uh, is uh, way better on uh, Stargaze, to be honest. Awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Excellent to, to finally talk to you, Barto. Um, we've also got uh, Cosmos Joe on here. Um, welcome, Cosmos Joe. Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's going well. You've been with us also pretty much from the, the get-go, right? Uh, I actually started making YouTube videos before Stargaze launched. I did like six Stargaze videos prior to the, the Genesis Mint. Okay, great. Um, I've got a question for some of you guys here. Um, what are some of your favorite collections in the space? For just overall Stargaze collections? Overall Stargaze collections. Um, I like Colonial Cats, Voyager Cats. I like the Gelato NFTs. Um, 
I, th- there's so many. I mean, I'm not a whale in any one collection, but I have a nice variety. Um, but off the top of my head, it's those two because I had them on my spaces recently. We had a really good chat. They're very long-term minded in terms of the project and returning value to the holders. So I'm sure other people have tons of others that I forgot about that they could rattle off. Um, personally, my favorite collection is none you would think of, is Rebels. And you'll be wondering why. It's very varied. The colors are very rich. And there's actually something to collect. On both their collections, I have over 20 NFTs. And every time I go to the market, I still see something I don't have that I want to have. That to me is what collecting is about. Others, yes, you collect them because they're your friends or because there's some bragging rights involved. But the only collection that I find really exciting and interesting that I keep collecting because they're they're very vibrant, very interesting, is the Rebels original collection and Onomusha collection. I first heard about them in a space, and the first one I minted was just so vividly purple and green. It was like beautiful colors. And I'm not keen on animals that much either, so seeing humans was really nice for me. I'll, uh, I'll I'll jump in quick. Um, for me, it'd be like skellies. Um, they're very ambitious, um, very uh, successful. Uh, like uh, for for me, my top collections are like uh, you know each one's got a different benefit. So I just said skellies, but TSAS uh, would be the art. Uh, PS Labs or uh, utility. Uh, their X token is really awesome with the lab. Um, Pixel Wizards is really unique and fun, uh, making animated, um, not animated, but like, uh, uh, you know, interactable NFTs was a really novel concept. I haven't seen that before in another collection. Um, Rebels uh, has a great team. I love um, Ona Musha as well. Uh, and uh, Fuzzy Flies is great because they have an art studio uh, where you can get custom work done. Um, so a lot of uh, really unique uh, collections in Stargaze. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll continue on that. Yeah, I, I pretty much agree with uh, what EMH said, what Eric said. Uh, I would maybe mention... Sunnyside collection, you know, really, really fun, uh, you know, community, and uh, they, they, they have a big release, you know, coming. So we are looking forward to see what's, what's, uh, what it's gonna look like. Uh, I mean, Eric, you pretty much mentioned everything, but yeah, Fuzzy Fly is very original collection, like, uh, like, like these guys a lot. And then obviously we didn't mention Doghouse, also nice community. You know, so yeah, uh, skellies obviously, space apes. Uh, that's one of the first collection, big collection I minted on 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 Starcase. So definitely space apes. Yeah, there are there are really some some nice communities around. And how do you guys all keep up with the projects that are already released or are um, going to release? Um, it can be a lot, right? All I have to do is follow Barto. That's it. Yeah, I, I can't keep up. I, if if they don't approach me, I have no idea what's minting, unless I'm able to catch the stargaze spaces, which 
is usually happening while I'm at work. So I'm usually very behind on, on mints, believe it or not. For me, that's one of the reasons I like Rebels. On the Rebels Discord, people talk. And so you get to hear about other projects coming up and check it out. And more recently, I use info.stargaze and just see what collections are coming and see which of the art I like and just keep an eye out for it. But one thing I find kind of challenging is that all the great projects tend to mint on the same week. I don't know why they do that. You know, yeah, that, uh, that, that, that does happen. Uh, and you know, while we were all naming our favorite collections, um, I don't want some of the others to feel left out. So Maneki's wonderful collection, Sunnyside, such a great collection. Signal, you're awesome. Uh, Owies, love you. So I don't want them to start crying as they get bypassed by our, uh, our suggestions. Yeah, I agree, Joe. I, I forget some, some as well. A muscle yeah. mouse, I want to mention muscle mouse from Aaron. He definitely deserves uh, credit. Saturn Candy, yeah, um, her art is fantastic, but I've never minted one and I have that on my radar. So a project like that, when next I see a mint or a collection, I would definitely be planning to mint it. So that's kind of how you plan what to mint. You see something nice and like, oh, who did this? And just keep watching. I think you have to be really careful too on... There's so many projects that are minting every week. You have to be careful not to get sucked into the temporary hype of some of these projects and really look at the ones who are wanting to build long-term, have built a good community and actually have a vision long-term. And that's one of the, the harder things that you to see through. But I think the longer you're here, the easier it is to spot. Yeah, very true. Yeah, actually, like guys. Fuzzy flies. Like fuzzy flies for me. At first I was like, all right, this, the art's pretty cool. But I was like, I, I don't know. And then actually, I was after the mint that I went pretty heavily all in on them because I really saw, okay, they're doing revenue share. They're actually, you know, creating something really special here and they're very talented. And that's something I think that's really needed in the space, especially with the one to one mentor coming out on Stargaze. I think they're going to be able to do a lot of custom business, but also continue to build a brand and a name for themselves uh, on what they're doing. And And it just seemed like, they're actually genuine. They're really here to stay. And you could get that feel from the founder in the discord as well. And so I think that's one of the things too, is getting in those discords, getting the feel from the founder, really seeing what their vision is. Are they just going to drop endless collections or are they actually trying to create something lasting for web three? And, you know, that's why I love Stargaze is just Stargaze has this way bigger hierarchy vision of, you know, originality when it came to creating a social media network. Right. But then realizing, well, you first, you need, step one and they created stargaze and their idea that you know everything's multi-chain hype now but i mean stargaze was and and us too like we that's the vision from the beginning and i think that this is this is the future hub for all of that and so regardless if you're minting on stargaze you're minting on something that is yeah we we may not have all the volume and the stuff here now but that's all coming we just have to be patient their cosmos is is having its day already more and more people are paying attention to cosmos the tech is real. It's there. It's being implemented across. Most people don't even know Dash is actually built on Cosmos tech, right? So, like, there's so much things that people don't know and realize. And once these bridges start happening and they're and they're there, the onboarding, the the hub that Stargaze will be, I believe this will be the center hub for everything. And so, this is a good place to place your bets long term in projects who actually want to be here, who are investing in creating utilities and experiences for for users because when that does happen 
those will be the projects that you'll want to have been holding because they'll be the ones that are doing what you see Solana NFTs or what Polygon NFTs are doing now. Our NFTs will have that day too. Interesting. You said Dash is built on Cosmos Tech. Which part of Dash would that be? Um, the uh, It's the SK um, something or other, but their base tech is built off that. A lot of people thought it was just a fork of Bitcoin, but it's actually built off Cosmos Tech. How is that possible, seeing they existed before Cosmos? I don't know the full history of it. A good friend of mine, though, uh, Harlan Dietrich, he uh, was the uh, Ruan. I don't know if you ever heard of Brave New Books since you're from Austin. They're not there anymore, but mm-hmm. they were like the central hub for. Yeah, I remember them on the east side, right? Yeah. Esoteric. Yeah, they're the best. And him and I go way back. He was one of the first people that ever carried my products in his store. And so he's the one who told me about Bitcoin way back in 2013. And he knew about it way in like 2011, but he was a big Dash guy early on. Um, and he was the one that told me about that. And I couldn't believe that, you know, something like that. I thought it was just a fork of Bitcoin, but it's actually utilizes Cosmos tech. And there's a lot of projects out there that are utilizing Cosmos tech that people don't even realize. Hmm, that sounds strange because I happen to be somebody who really got in on Dash earlier on and I never had any such thing. What I do know is that Dash was, is, an, is based on X11 algorithm, which is a merge of like seven different hashing algorithms. So I don't quite see how Cosmos SDK fits in there, but I will do some research on so, that. Yeah, I know, I, know, I know Dash was kind of one of the first proof of stake networks. Like they ran masternodes, right? Um, I think there's something like yeah, masternode, yeah. that could have done it, right? Um, but it's possible that they added uh, maybe like BFT consensus to them, a similar. So like Polygon is built on an augmented form of Tendermint, right? And yeah. Tezos actually also switched um, to something called Tenderbake from what they had before, which is like using some Tendermint technology. So it's possible that they okay. they change they change the way consensus was done uh, to make it uh, okay, more. So they, so they would have added something like. Not necessarily built. Uh, yeah, don't don't quote me on this. Like you said, you should do some research. But I I do know like um kind of like Wolfman was saying that uh, um like the consent the the tendermint consensus mechanism is in a lot of stuff that you may not really know about. Um, I see Maestro and Barthro have something to chat about. Let's hear from uh, Maestro first. Yeah, real quick, I wanted to uh, piggyback on what uh, Wolf was saying. Um, it is kind of hard to keep up with all the projects, and sometimes I also miss uh the mint just because i like to do some uh, some more research it'll be this is a complaint a complaint that i have and unfortunately i'm gonna have to take off but it'll be nice if the the artist actually created the account you know uh months before they launched the the nft and they they get very involved in the community and uh that way you know it's not just like oh the account was just created um last week and and the mint is tomorrow and that you know creates a lot of a lot of a lot of red flags and um and then after they met, you know, I understand that a lot of these projects like, you know, Stargaze Punks, I'm a big fan of their art. You know, um, shout out to Maria, woman from Cosmos, very unique art as well. Uh, but, uh, you know, Stargaze Punks, they I know they're creating a video game and they, they got uh, te- tokenomics going on, but they're not very involved in, the, in, in Twitter. They're not involved in the community. And even though they're working behind the scenes, they're just kind of they, they're not they're not here with us, you know, so. Um, that's a complaint that I have for, for creators. You know, I understand that, you know, you're probably busy and all that or 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 hire somebody to take care of your socials and, and be active, you know, every day, you know, communicating and, and talking to people, talking to the investors. And that's all I got to say. Um, unfortunately, I got to take off. 
it was nice talking to all of you guys. Peace. Thank you for joining. Uh, let's go ahead and hear from Bartro. Do you have your hand up? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I will be quick too. I just want to speak about. Uh, uh, I love talk them uh, one person project like uh, like a Maria woman from Cosmos or Hype or uh, Demon Invasion or uh, it seems to me I I see I saw Kathleen, Architect Lord. Sorry for. Uh, <laughs> And um, big respect to uh, those projects. Uh, those people are very passionate, uh, manage a Discord, manage a collection, manage marketing. It's amazing. Maya, you know what I think about you. Uh, for me, you are uh, the best artist uh, in Stargaze. And um, for people who love Maria, I don't know if I, if I could speak about it, uh, maybe a little alpha. If uh, you love Maria, if uh, you got Rebels and Onamusha and you want stake on our platform, you will be happy. It's a little alpha. I can't uh, say more, but uh, if you love uh, Maria Rebels, uh, please stake your Rebels on Amusha and uh, you will be happy, I'm sure. And uh, a last shout out to uh, Wolf Hunters or uh, with managed uh, by uh, community members from Stargaze. Uh, they they got uh, they they can uh, do what they want, and it's amazing uh, to see uh, active member of our community manage a, a project, and if people uh, could help them, uh, it's amazing what they do what they do. Uh, they raffle, uh, join our Discord rebels and uh, check Wolf Hunters. Uh, and shout out to all the creators who are here, Saturn Candy, etc. Uh, you are amazing. Continue. Uh, love you all. Bye. Bisous. Thank you, Barco. Bisous, mate. Hey, um, got Crazy H. You have your hand up. Welcome to chat. Yeah, yeah, guys. Uh, I just wanna when you mention what we are looking for uh, when we considering buying some projects on on Stargaze. One of the first thing I would probably mention is sort of security or legitimacy of the project, right? And I know there was a discussion if it could be maybe some some scam projects or rack projects, if it could be eliminated by increasing fees, which I don't think it's the right right way to go. But maybe there could be a way how to involve, you know, community somehow. Maybe people would be able to vote with their wallets whether they support the projects or whether they think it's it's legit and stuff stuff like that you know i know it could be probably gamed a little bit but if you would be able to set up some criteria like i don't know the wallet must be three months old there has to be some volume on the wallet they, they have to hold certain number of nfts or something like that it could maybe help the newcomers to identify the good projects on the stargaze or something something similar is it something you may be you know considering or um we want to have less restrictions than more restrictions on projects that appear on on the website but we do understand that you know like discovery and seeing what's legitimate is of concern, right? So uh, that's one reason uh, for Stargaze names, right? So uh, creators, we're back on part two. Um, so everyone who was up before request to speak and we'll get you guys back on. Rickety, rickety, rugged.
Yeah, every time, man. I, I, this has been happening to you guys still too, right? Or hopefully it's not just me. Yeah, I've seen it around too. Are you? Because you're running. Are you running this on another phone next to you too? Uh, I am running. Yeah. So because we were getting rugs so often, I'm using two phones now. Um, so I don't touch the other phone when it's um, when it's running. When I've done that, I sometimes I do have like rug issues as well. And I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I, it might have been because I was also running off the Wi-Fi of the phone. I don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. But I know everybody has rug problems still. So I'm sure it'll get sorted out more and more. I mean, we've seen the massive value of what these spaces are. And so I know that that's a big deal for them. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, hopefully they, they sort it out pretty, pretty soon here. But it looks like, you know, most people are coming back here. Let's see. And we've got Before a new speaker. on. I also wanted to uh, talk to you guys about, you know, something not a not a FUD, but a I just kind of see more of a value in the short term play of like when it comes to the, you know, we just did the 10 percent. Now we're doing 5 percent of, you know, um, <clears throat> mint fees, like having a 5 percent mint fee and having a portion of that burned. And I just don't know if I see the value in even having any of those fees really set up right now and more of an incentive for more teams to come on board to want to launch with us, you know, obviously having a minting fee of 3000 stars, or whatever we want to have there, but having the, like having a burn or having to go to a community pool where I feel like we have so much in the community pool already. It's not necessarily that we need to, to utilize that. Right. And I think that just allowing teams to have more of a budget and an incentive to build here because they have to get to keep a big percent of their budget. Cause like if you, if even if you've watched uh, as a business owner myself, and if you've watched shark tank, you know, when a lot of times when they even talk about like, if you're giving up 10% of your sales, like it can cripple a business's ability to grow. And I just think, um, you know, it's something to consider as like a temporary thing. Um, you know, maybe for the next year or so, uh, we just do away with those fees altogether just because there is such a huge community pool. It's really not necessary to add to it. Um, and I don't think we really necessarily need to burn um, funds that teams could be using to build really cool stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, a great point. The fees are all set by the community, right? So if you guys feel the fees need to go lower or higher, um, that's that's up for the community to decide. White Marlin has also uh, made some discussion posts on Commonwealth uh, as well about um, making the entire fair burn go um, to be burned as opposed to return to stakers. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a valid point. Um, but I think it's also important to note that we do need also some fees, right? Otherwise, the it's not profitable for the validators to run the chain. Um, and keeping some level of fee involved is good for... Um, like the future, so users can expect to pay a fee, right? So like on uh, Osmosis, for example, they had zero gas um, up until very recently. Now you can pay in any in a, in a couple of different free tokens. Uh, I see EMH has his hand up, so I'm going to let him let him speak. Hey, thank you. Um, yeah, I was just going to re- respond on the fees quick. I, I, um, I know Barto had kind of mentioned he didn't like the the listing fees but i'm actually a fan of that i know it was too high um before because um you know importantly we have uh collections of different sizes right on one end of the spectrum we have uh bad kids and then on the other you know side we have uh things like you know reapers and baby wads and you know other small collections which i love um but if you have a 
a high static listing fee than or constant listing fee than than that could get uh, prohibitive uh, to buy the smaller collections. So um, I like I like the listing fee as it is now. Um, the analysis that um, Shane talked about before uh, for like uh, looking into wash trading, you know, it's important to keep in mind that like a, a static analysis or like a one-time analysis like that, um, you know, is great, but it's not very repeatable, right? So like you need to build mechanisms into the platform to be able to, uh, you know, disincentivize these things or control them automatically. So listing fees is, you know, one, one way to do that. Um, also, I wanted to say uh, in terms of things that I look for in projects. And one thing that I love about Stargaze is that there's a lot of um, creators supporting creators. If you look at like the, um, the top uh, stakers on like a uh, given, uh, given validator, you'll notice that like, you know, one, pr one project is like staking on another project's node. Um, and I think that's, that's really great to see um, how the, the different projects in Stargaze support each other. Thank you. Yeah, no, great, great comments on uh, projects supporting each other. And obviously the collectors support the projects by minting them. I got a, I got a fun question. Is there, oh, I see Crazy H, you got your hand up. Yeah, sorry. We, we, we just got, you know, I, I needed to reconnect. Uh, so, uh, yeah, before I didn't really meant to, you know, put into any, any restrictions but rather let the, the people from the community decide maybe some something that would be visible when you click on the projects, uh, what the community thinks about it, right? So, you know, whether they approve it or not, maybe some indication before before you buy in into the projects for, for new users. Yeah, so um, I think one thing we've talked about is giving more like information and data kind of about the project um, as opposed to having people like comment on the project, right? If you allow like comments, it could kind of turn into, it could turn into a bit of a cesspool. Um, but so for example, like one thing that people have wanted to know is like the amount of NFTs from a project that's been airdropped, right? So that can kind of help determine like maybe the, the floor, the mint value, the, the, the market price. So um, it's, that's constant, that's currently available on constellations, but that's something that we could bring into the front end to make it easier to see. Um, I see network now, you got your hand up. Yeah, hi, thanks for having me up. Um, just had a comment uh, about a question that was raised earlier and also a question of my own. Uh, I think the comment that I would make uh, when you guys asked, like, how do you keep all of this alpha straight? Um, that's part of the that's part of the thing that we help with in the community or we try to help with and problem that we try to solve is to help aggregate uh, a lot of alpha from the different discords. So all of our members come and, and put that alpha together so that everyone else can can view it when they have time and not everyone has to be on 75 discords all the time. So that's one of the things that we we try to help with in the cosmos uh, is to get the news out and to have everyone come and contribute to their piece of the uh, of the news and from their corner of the cosmos so that everyone can see it on our discord. Um, and then the question was, we had it raised on the Discord just today, and it's you know pretty consistent. Um, and I know that you guys deal with NFTs, but you're also a chain, which is really unique. And you're a chain with a token, and people have their values in the token. So we've been talking about the dynamics of setting up the trades, like fees or 
uh, you know, doing different styles of listings. But what about like the tokenomics? Is there anything that the community is looking into? I know, you know, Cosmos Joe brought it up a few weeks ago, very famously. Is there anything that everyone is looking into to, to try and tweak or to have a community vote about uh, the way that the token price is? Because, you know, for over a year, it's been pretty much declining. So I'm, I'm wondering if the, the fundamentals are set correctly, because I think if the, if the token were to stabilize and have some, you know, some up months, that, that would really help I think some of the community members to, uh, you know, to find some footing and to, you know, reinvest. Yeah, um, let me. I'll, I'll I'll take that for a little bit. Um, yeah, we have looked into changing the tokenomics. Um, there have been some some really great work by some community members, um, including White Marlin, who's in here as well. Um, some of those include, you know, like skipping a thirdning, um, go moving to like a halfening, um, you know, burning community funds. Um, um, using the community pool to um, as like inflationary rewards. Uh, there's definitely some been, you know, different ideas floating around and we're working on it. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll see something happen for sure. Uh, Wolfman, do you have something to say? I was just going to say too, it's important to remember, right? You guys had a pre-sale, right? Was it like three cents at the time? A pre-sale? Um, we th there were investors for the seed fund. Yeah, I, I don't remember the exact numbers on what what I've what they were selling for each one. Yeah, I wasn't there for. There were like two two different rounds. I I don't remember the exact numbers, but yeah, something around that sounds similar. Yeah. So, well, the reason I just bring that up too is you have to remember, like, when a bear market hits, like we just had, um, <clears throat> and you have a massive crash too. Like the day we implement this damn stable coin, <laughs> like shortly after it, it crashes. And <laughs> destroy all of our ecosystem along with theirs because they literally were their own ecosystem for the longest time we finally integrate them and then boom anyways just that um you know you have to remember too when you have a kind of a crash like what we've had and we could this continual downturn um usually that's when you're going to see a, especially a new project and their token go below what that the that 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 investor price was so it, seeing it where it's at right now is actually really healthy and really good because that means we're this happened to um thor chain as well with the thor to, you know with the with rune uh, as well you know you had a, you had a some pretty pretty bad pricing points for a long time um but eventually that distribution happens and i think one of the things we're ha seeing happen now with stars token is that those 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 things are happening you're seeing the distribution happen with the token more um and when that kind of clears out i think that's when we're going to see some of the best healthy tokenomics continue to to go and then we'll be really get to be able to see the true valuations of what stargaze is valued at uh, start to take hold this is my two cents yeah, that's that's cool. So you, you don't see anything. I mean, I'm hearing from the Stargaze team that, yes, fundamentals could be changed and tweaked to help. But I'm also hearing from Wolfman that maybe this is just a, a healthy correction before, you know, before a bull market steps in. I'm wondering, like, how to interpret it, because, you know, right now it's it's been a, a consistently lower price month on month. Um, and so there hasn't really been a lot of fluctuation to suggest that, um, you know, when there are good days that the token uh, will, you know, will rally and, and that we're having an impact by, by making our trades, you know, because we're, we're having some good successes with some collections, but uh, it's never reflected in the token price. So I'm wondering, 
you know, how how does the token price ever get impacted positively, um, you know, and the bear market, of course. But, you know, it's just some thoughts that crossed my mind. And I'm hearing from the team that maybe it can be tweaked some things. And then I'm hearing from Wolfman, like, yeah, this is also healthy. So I think those are both positive things. I just wanted to raise that point. Uh, so I, I just want to be clear that uh, we can't really talk about the token price and how it'll appreciate, um, but we can uh, talk about what's healthy for like the long-term uh, longevity of Stargaze uh, and the ecosystem. Um, and yeah, you know, a lot of what you see is natural, right? It's it's like the macroeconomic environment that we're currently in right now. Um, but with that said, you know, like the to tokenomics were developed um, kind of in, in a bull run, right? So um, the inflation could be adjusted. Um, well, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work on it and we'll see. I think that's one, one of the biggest credits that Stargaze has to its name is that, you know, they're willing to pivot and with the market. And there's a lot that just stick to what they did and that's all they're going to do. But Stargaze has constantly shifted and done things as the market says so and has constantly built their platform around that exact same thing. And when you see a platform and a project and a token be able to do those kind of things and like what Ruan's saying right now, that's massive that they're willing to look at these, allow the community to be the deciders behind this. There's nothing else like this in the NFT space. That's why this is the future hub. I second that completely. Yeah, second. And we get to speculate on the token price, right? We're the ones who get to say they can't because I mean, he's, he's in Austin, Texas. So he can't say that kind of stuff, but we can, right? Just like I can't talk about my token price for, for our project either, but I can talk about Star's token price all day long. We can have fun with that. And it's not financial advice. Anything I say is NFA. <laughs> yeah, guys, you guys feel, feel free to, to chat about anything you want to. Um, yeah, so I have a I have a little bit of a fun question. Um, is there an NFT that you had that you regret selling? Yeah, for me it was uh, Bad sold. Kids. <laughs> <laughs> I had one and I sold it at like four thousand, and then it rallied to ten, and then to twenty. <laughs> I was like, oh man, that was a mistake. <laughs> Should have listened to uh, the Dawn. <laughs> I I also minted a bad kid. Um, I ran out of some stars at, uh, from the from the airdrop and the and the and the mint at Genesis, and I found bad kids kind of after I found a few of the other collections. And uh, with my last hundred stars, I think I minted one bad kid, and I really wish I minted ten. Um, and then I ended up holding it for a long time, and actually bought a second one at probably around two k. And ended up selling them both around 10k. So from 100 stars to 10k, I felt pretty good about myself there. But it's been continuing to go up, and then they got the airdrop. So still regretting it. So you know, good on star uh, on the bad kids for being so strong and making me regret my decision. Well, it's one of the things you have to look for in some of these platforms too, right? And and with bad kids, you really are looking at the the reinvention of what a punk looks like. And especially it fits perfectly the Cosmos narrative. That's why you've seen so many devs on board into bad kids and sport their PFPs is because it is a very unique kind of thing that is very central to the core values and who we are um, as, as a community. I think in Cosmos, it just fits. And there's no roadmap. There's no plan. It's just this beautiful thing that is bad kids that is horrible and ugly and beautiful at the same time. There's so many intricacies. There's so many little aspects of things that you 
that you'll easily miss. I mean, just like there's so many traits that aren't even listed um, that they're just kind of hidden traits. And, and I think everyone just finds that inner bad kid in them and, 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 and owns that, you know, and it's, and it's, it's hard. Like a lot of people didn't see it, but for me, it was a day one. The moment I saw bad kids, I fell completely in love. And I knew that this was the blue chip as I'm building to here. Um, and as a, as a collector for the O vault, um, I've loved and enjoyed being able to support and do a lot with the projects here and on stargaze, but at the same time, like, you know, so I'm trying to build a blue chip too. Right. And I'm doing it through utility and use case and a lot of other different things as well but with bad kids this was the most perfect thing because it doesn't need to do anything it is the punks of cosmos and there's nothing else that will ever touch what they've done and nothing in the space that's ever done anything like what they've done and for him the best part was is it was like a play on everything else and and i think the more that you know the the people who were hating on it they see that this isn't wash trading that this is just a love story of of collectors and individuals and FOMO for people who just came a little bit too late. I mean, in my opinion, I do believe we will see a thousand dollar USD floor for bad kids this year, maybe higher. And I really do believe that long term, just like you saw what punks went to, what apes went to, I do believe that that is exactly where bad kids are headed. And it really is something you shouldn't sleep on. Owning one bad kid is one of the best investments you can do by being in the cosmos. Thank you. Um, well said. <laughs> I can't say I've sold anyone I've missed because I don't sell a lot, but I do regret not minting some. And uh, funny enough, the one I regret not minting is um, Stargate Punk. I only minted one, but I've had to buy more of that. And uh, the reason I minted, I wasn't planning to mint Stargate Punk initially, but somehow, just at the point of minting, there was a uh, what they call it? Um, well, meta rats, yes. Meta rats. Everyone was spotting the PPF of uh, meta rats. And all of a sudden, the project went silent and didn't deliver on any of the promises they made. And everybody kept quiet, all those who were supporting it before the mint with their pictures everywhere. Stargaze Punk was the only a project I know that spoke up and unfollowed them in protest of their bad behavior. So that made me mint one, like, hey, someone of integrity, so I'll mint their project. And that was how I minted it. But later on, it just kept going up, and I wished I had minted more. I didn't mint bad kids at all. And my reasoning was, I have kids, and I have that kind of picture around the house. I didn't need to have it on the internet, too. But luckily, I was given one, which I sold, and given a second one, which I would not be selling this time. I need to find somebody okay. giving out bad kids. You know, I think one thing that's interesting is that uh, there's some prominent, like, Ethereum people on Twitter that have bad kids as their profile pictures. Um, and uh, that hasn't happened too many times in the history of Stargaze. I think I think the only other thing I can remember, like, Do, Do Kwan had a... Um, he had a Joe NFT, right? <laughs> but I'm trying to think of this, like, you know, any other Stargaze collections that have been used by, like, you know, prominent people in other ecosystems. And, and, yeah, no, I think uh, Doquan still has his Joe as his profile picture on Twitter. Well, it's in the SEC filings too, right? <laughs> Forever. Yeah, that's that's not how I thought Stargaze is going to appear on SEC filings. 
insane. I can't even imagine what your face was like when you saw that. Like, <laughs> you must have been rolling on the ground. Dude. Well, I mean, I mean, the, the first time I heard about it, you know, someone, someone was like, "Holy shit, Stargaze is like in SEC filings." And I was like, "What?" And then, and then I had to look at it in detail, and then, uh, you know, then I noticed it. So, so uh, uh, yeah, that was that was a little bit scary the, the first time it happened. Uh, we've got uh, Chris Bushido Brown on. Welcome, buddy. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Doing well. Uh, would you like to tell us about your journey in collecting on Stargaze? Sure. Actually, my uh, I started out on Polygon actually, and I bridged my Polygon to uh, from Ethereum to Polygon. That was absolutely a nightmare back when it was like difficult as hell, and you didn't know if your transaction went through. And I bought some Cosmos, and um, I started to see things about Stargaze. Um, obviously, my first uh, foray into the um, Stargaze was Stardy and IBC friends. They were just like great, um, just just vibrant to me and just popped out to me. I love the little pixel cats. I own four cats, so it was cool with me. And um, IBC friends with the pastels. Um, I regret not minting any uh, women from Cosmos. <laughs> I saw that and I didn't know much about it, but I definitely regret that. Um, but yeah, what I do sometimes, uh, just to, to, to see how the site's coming along, I, I get my wife to try and mint something for me and try and explain her and walk her through it. Um, some of the things that are most difficult about the website, I can say, is is when you first come to the landing page, I wish it was a little more um, contained and not just show you collections right away. Because I feel like sometimes that people are like, oh, what's this? What's this? And you just start clicking around personally. And you might not click on something you don't want. Um, what I do like is the the constant communication and upgrade of the wallet. Um, come a long way from just having a million NFTs in a wallet. Let me tell you, that was horrible as a collector opening that wallet and dealing with everything loading and trying to scroll down to something and then it popped back all the way up to the top if you have a ton of uh, <laughs> NFTs. But um, I mean, the the Stargate community is great. Uh, Barto, Natego, Wolf, M, Sethby. Uh, I see people in here I see every single day. So that's that's the one thing I can say is the best part about it is that like I feel like I can turn around to anybody at any point and ask them a question or be like, hey, I'm having a rough time with this. Do you think you can help me with this? And and anybody will be able to uh, drop what they're doing or, or send me in the right direction. So that's my journey. Is your name Chris Brown? No, my name is not Chris Brown. <laughs> my name is Chris. That's my name, but you have Chris and then you have Browns. I was like, hey, wait, my name's Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of Chris is in the space. I just wanted to jump back in real quick because I heard IBC Friends dropped and we've been talking about history of the chain and great collections. And I honestly think that IBC Friends is a great one uh, and they're greatly missed in the community, I think, a lot. Um, you know, the network started as a sub-community that was inspired our name from IBC Friends. And uh, we're still active there on the discords. We still can talk with them, but if anybody here sort of is friendly with the IBC Friends team, we would love a nudge or a kind of, you know, show of support to, to get them back active in the space. I think that would be great for all of Stargaze to have an active IBC friends. And we're really looking forward to the day when they come back. Uh, just a little bit of trivia here. Um, I, I, I believe his name was Phil. I was talking to him when he went, we wanted to launch IBC 
uh, uh, friends, but it, the, the, the initial name was IBC Gang, and I convinced him to change it to Friends because I just thought it sounded sounded better. A little bit of history there. I like IBC Friends a bit better. Um, speaking about how you guys collect, um, I'm curious, does it matter at all if a collection is featured or not? It doesn't matter to me at all. It could be featured or not featured. If I want the project, I'm going to look it up and I'm going to find it. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. In fact, I think most of the recent things I have got are from projects I already follow. So I just know where to find them. I don't go with featured at all, unless it's a project I already like. Same here. Doesn't matter. Great. Clear answer. Um, how... How do you guys display these at home? Do you have do you have any of the stuff printed out physically? Um, do you have frames for them, or is it all pretty much solely um, uh, solely online on your computer? I actually am kind of lucky, and I have a few um, physical pieces from uh, Stargate projects like uh, Blockbuster Bunny and um, Greg Webb with his Cosmograph with the train. I just got one of his postcards of my NFT. But uh, for my other NFTs, I am actually looking to display them. I just got to get a better printer and uh, more room in my house. But the baby comes first, so <laughs> then then my room will come. I don't currently print any, but I have plans to print one. Um, and that was actually a, an airdrop that came recently from uh, um, TSAT's human collection, uh, angels and demons. The angel I got was very beautiful. It's like a splash picture, very vibrant. That's the first one I have felt inclined to print and put in my living room. So, yeah. Great. Um, we've got Seth Lee on. Um, welcome, Bud. Do you want to tell us about your uh, your journey in collecting? Yeah, sure. Um, I I kind of, by the way, uh, briefly going back to the tokenomics and this and that i kind of like the way they it it works i think the inflation rate and everything is fine for me i'm like i just buy a ton of stars i park it there and like i use my yield and i'll go and buy shit with it like periodically i'm like oh look i have a bunch of yield it's time for a shopping screen i'll just go and just buy whatever the hell i want like you know just for fun i don't really like pay too close attention to like mint times and all this shit like i don't have time for that so i'm like i'm like i have more money than time so i'm like all right let's just go buy a bunch of stuff so i'm fine with that so whatever like I think is fun or I enjoy or whatever, I just just buy it for the hell of it. I've never really, I periodically have like thrown some things on for sale in the marketplace just to sort of like see what happens. But I don't really like I don't know. I don't really worry about making money on things from you know for NFTs. I just like to have them, <clears throat> and um, you know, so I I'll sort of like go grab whatever I did like. I think someone else mentioned, I think Chris mentioned like pixel cats. I thought those were cool. Uh, maybe it's just my generation. I kind of like the pixel art stuff. It reminds me of like video games back in the day or whatever. And I like my little like cats with like bazookas and shit with like little like commander <laughs> symbols or whatever. I think that's kind of cool. Um, I've got uh, like a bad kid or so. I don't remember how many I have. Maybe one. I can't recall off the top of my head. <laughs> so, but yeah, I just like to swipe down my thing. I haven't printed any. But I know they're there, and I, even my own personal photos and our like family photos, I don't go through them a lot. Like periodically, I'll we'll go into like a nostalgic mode and you know pull out screenshots or maybe like you know like back in the day when we play video games or something, we take some screenshots and look at a few of them. But I don't really print them out. I think they're fine in digital format, and I like to just go check them out periodically just for the memories. 
Hey, Kathleen, I see you've got your hand up. Hey, um, speaking of one, like community, um, the community being really nice and helping um, each other, like collectors or artists alike, um, and also um, printing. Um, if anybody needs help or suggestions on how to print in the best quality, if you really, I mean, obviously, if you bought, you know, the NFT, you care um, about it to some degree. Um, yeah, let me know. I, I know lots of, I, I, you know, do printmaking, but, um, I, I know a lot of people who can help you like make a book of all your NFTs or like, um, print them out. And I know for my next runs, uh, I'm working with, uh, on the chain and V underscore IRL where, um, they'll verify if you have that, uh, NFT or not. And then it's kind of like Shopify. So you can just like, um, print it and that'll come with like um, all of my drops so uh, working really hard on that and kind of same thing with merch so um, yeah if anybody wants to print even if it's not my work obviously like um, I'm happy to point you in the right direction to get your stuff printed out nice and big or small whatever you want in really high quality and I know a lot about like paper and types of inks and I kind of nerd out on that stuff, so I'm happy to help. If you DM me, I will respond. Thanks, yeah. I'm expecting to see some giant prints after this now. And uh, Kathleen, is uh, she's a professional designer, so she knows her stuff when it comes to printing. She also did make some of these uh, small limited edition uh, tote bags that we had in Korea last year. So thank you for those. Um, Milo, welcome, buddy. Uber Milo. Hey, how's it going, man? Yeah, it's going well. Welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah, would you like to tell us about your journey collecting here on Stargaze? Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I was just really into the uh, Cosmos ecosystem before Stargaze got moving. And uh, I believe I heard Jake in an interview where he was uh, interviewed about Juno. And he started talking about Stargaze. So, uh, you know, just I was... Looking forward to it. I hadn't done anything with NFTs. I'm a photographer, and I've been really interested in them. And so Stargaze was my introduction to it. And, uh, you know, I think I had Osmos, Juno, um, something else staking, maybe Akash. And I just, like, when Stargaze opened, I just dumped all my rewards every day into Stargaze. And just I just bought every single day, man. Um, Kind of fell in love with the bad kids, as most people do, and I just basically, you know, tried to accumulate as many of those as I can, and I'm still, like, blown away how well they're doing. Um, I, I just, I think they're, I think they're super cool. I, I made a couple canvases for my kids, and I uh, printed those at Christmas, and, you know, like, my daughter, she's, she's eight, my son's 12, so they, they're both, like, really into art and it's just kind of cool i've been trying to explain to my daughter how this stuff works and i think it'd be cool you know to go to go to an elementary school at some point and kind of sh show the art teachers how this stuff works and uh you know it's just it's really exciting man just really cool to see the space developing um i haven't really used any other nft platforms maybe secret and uh you know, I got my buddy into NFTs. It's an artist, um, guitar player in my band, Mossy. And uh, 
he's done pretty well messed around with all the other stuff you know like on ethereum chains and polygon and stuff like that he didn't know anything about crypto at the time so i don't know man like uh i'm just glad to be here i think you know you know everybody's been it's a great community you know i've gone back and forth with shane with just a couple issues i had back in the day with the new development i just think it's cool that you know you guys are able to you know help the uh users as much as the artists out um i'm hopefully looking forward to doing a collection of either some photography or something at some point i'm just uh you know excited to be here looking forward to uh you know the bull market too <laughs> yeah thanks for the kind words love to see your collection on stargaze i think so far we've only had maybe four odd photography collections um and they've all done well so there is a, a demand and market for photography on stargaze so. right yeah i've been looking forward to uh you know just seeing what else comes out you know with the photography and everything too i think uh stargaze is definitely you know just in my opinion it's got a real good you know real good future great thank you very much yeah um we've got corporate corporate here rec cities welcome bud yes. hi everyone i'd just like to come back on um something that maestro said a little earlier and i appreciated your response saying you'd like to keep it as permissionless as possible because it's up to the user basically to to, to do his research and even though you know sometimes it's more complicated or it takes time or you miss out because you take more time but that's how it is and, I, I, I really like your response, making it permissionless and seeing uh, Stargaze above in a really good way. And, and you recently added like uh, that we could sort sort our uh, wallet by collection. That that was that was nice. I was expecting that for a long time. And also, Kathleen, you're totally right. The viral team they they do the shipment uh, and on music secret technology. That's a that's a great great way to have your have your um, printed stuff or merch shipped to you. Yeah, and it's like uh, made to order um, too. I know my friends at Anyo um, use them for claiming prints as well. So that's kind of how I found um, out about them. Um, but but yeah. Okay, great guys. Um, maybe one one last question, unless people have uh, anything else to chat about. Uh, but what do you guys see uh, the future of NFTs to be? There, I know it's kind of a loaded question, but I want to give you guys room to, to chat. I see uh, full interchain trading that collections aren't on any specific chain anymore. They're just collections and you can mint it on Stargaze or Cosmos or Polkadot or Polygon. That's, that's where I, I kind of see NFTs going and, and, being, and collections just being out there now, not specific to any blockchain. Yeah, um, I think um, there's, I, I love the art aspect. I want that to keep going, obviously, um, as an artist. Um, but I also see it going um, in a way to, like, track, like, house deeds and, like, do voting and stuff. So I kind of see it going um, in that direction, um, personally. And I don't know, imagine if your house deed, house deed looked really cool as well. Like, I mean, I don't know. Um, I also see it, I see more like artist adoption um, as someone who came from a design background and like an art, art 
um, and as well as computer science background. So I kind of have like both the technical and the art um, background. I feel like I see um, I see more adoption um, for artists as people are coming around in communities like Stargaze that are more inviting um, and more community based um, persuade artists to get on chain. Um, I think a lot of people are really like my friends who are artists are really hesitant so far, but like there's people like kind of evangelists like me and like everybody in this um, talk is probably interested in that to um, kind of bringing that out because there is a lot of utility um, for artists being able to track your work and get royalties and stuff like that doesn't exist. Like I've sold like $10,000 paintings and someone else will sell it for $20,000. and I don't get a royalty for that. Like I don't get anything um, out of that and I don't know where my art goes. And in a way it's like kind of my babies that I'm giving out to the world. So it's like, um, I think that's cool. And I, I see, I see more adoption coming and I see more utility coming. Regarding NFTs and where I see them going, I see art and where we are now as just a proof of concept. I believe the real use of NFTs will be for real life documentation, like certificates, uh, results, um, deeds, lands, things that the kind of documents you will keep in your safe, those kind of documents, real life um, documents. I see a situ- I look forward to a situation where somebody would be able to convert their existing paper documents to an NFT and it would be a legal tender and legally accepted. So that's what I like to see. And I hope it happens soon. Uh, I have two things that I would predict for NFTs. I won't begin to predict what the art world will do with it because I think that question is so broad and so variable. uh, And I don't think anyone really quite knows how how that will impact the art world. So I look at it in terms of the technology um, in two ways. Uh, one of them is the identifying with your, your circle and the, the tribalism that is uh, born out of the NFT itself. So it's a kind of digital passport that you can have anonymously that can link you to other people with similar interests, um, even going in and out of places in your community. Um, You know, you could get a discount here or there uh, going to this store that's friendly to a particular, you know, project or has an incentive to work with the project, or uh, you can, you know, get invited to parties or meetups or uh, have brands that sponsor your project or are friendly with your project. And therefore that brand allows you to, come to their booth at the at an event or something like that uh, if you have a certain nft so kind of the the way that it verifies you're a member of a community is a utility of an nft that i think will continue and then secondly is uh doing something similar like that in a metaverse environment i'm kind of have the metaverse on my mind a lot of the time uh and trying to figure out how that whole story plays out and i don't think we yet have a full-blown cosmos metaverse project that is you know either that i know of or that is uh close to being built but i would hope somebody is trying to do that or will come into the space and try to do that Um, because i think linking an nft to uh, a metaverse and then having that virtual experience uh, kind of links that whole 
utility to um, having the NFT and and then associating with certain groups in cyberspace. So I think that's one use case for NFTs. Great, thanks. Um, I see uh, corporate. You've had your hand up. Yes. Um, to see where where we might go, I, I think it's um, also important to see where we're coming from. So um, there was a, a moment of like a discovery of a price and of of a, what what it actually is. So basically, there were there were some project good and bad, and and some even became like a kind of like I don't know if I can say this, but shit coins with pictures, you know. So now to to see where it's going is. I think, in my opinion, two two things: either the art, either just the art with no nothing behind it, just something that you know you you find attractive, like the Maria Maria's art, or 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 something that's interesting, you know, artistically. Either that, or something like a really with a strong basis, like a, the community, or or a, or a very nice utility, something different like that. That's that's the way I see it going, and. And the stronger project, they're gonna they're gonna uh, do well in the future and stuff like that. Great, uh, EH. Hey, um, yeah, I don't know about uh, predictions, but I guess I could say where you know where I think it is and and what I'd like to see change. Um, I, I think right now NFTs are uh, too tightly coupled to exchanges, uh, chains, um, and the team. And um, for instance, you know, if the if the team decides to shut down all their socials, the the NFT tends to die. Um, if the chain dies, like Terra, the NFT could die if they don't migrate. Um, if the chain, if the exchange shuts down, it affects liquidity, and the NFT could die. Um, so avoiding those kind of things in the future um, by you know. Uh, exchanges supporting multiple coins, um, uh, bridging, making bridging easier, like we talked about, um, avoiding copies. Uh, one thing that I like about ordinals right now is that um, if there is a copy, then the lower ordinal number is kind of seen as the original. Um, I think that that's kind of a, a unique thing. Um, so, yeah. I, I guess uh, the the future for me is is trying to avoid the the tight coupling to some of those things that I mentioned. Yeah, I know um, all great points, especially from uh, from the Terra community. Um, Wolfman. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I think that NFTs are going to eat the world. Um, <laughs> you know, the the first time I ever got exposed was by um, uh, what are they called? It's a um, housing market coin. Um, what's his name was involved in it. I always remember it. For some reason, I can't remember it now. <laughs> but anyways, they had bought and sold the first NFT house uh, in some country jurisdiction where they were able to do it. I think it was like in 2020. And then there was one sold in Miami, I think in 2021 with them too. Um, and I wish I could remember the name of the, the company and the token. But um, that was like the first thing that for me was like psh, collectible cards, all this kind of stuff, the the shadiness that goes into overprinting and all that, having it kind of in a regulated form. I mean, that just makes so much sense. But then I know Shane just did a post recently. I was just trying to find it. He's gone now. But like, I mean, he's such a great, I wish he would be here right now and to to say what he thinks because he has uh such a great vision as well and like what he was laying out is just incredible and that's that's kind of the vision i see too like i just did a post recently as well it's like the idea of like osmosis lp positions being you know um 
you know, turned into an NFT, and then you can take that NFT and take a loan out on it. Um, you know, we're developing a product that I think could work well. And I think, you know, something like with DowDow and other toolings, like what y'all are doing with DowDow's tech as well, implementing it here, it actually, there's a lot of ways you can tweak DowDow tech because it's like secure in the way that it's done, that if you do it right, and it's just because it's decentralized, um, there's a lot of ways that you can tweak the tooling to create some really cool financial aspects there. But I just think that everything i mean like like kathleen and everyone else has said too i think home deeds everything else they need to be issued as nfts but they're also there has to be like security away from that right because the, one of the biggest problems you have with like deeds right now is these these people are losing their homes somehow because people are able to create like fake deeds or something i can't remember exactly what the story is if you might might know behind that but it's just it's kind of wild like um, there's just so many different use cases to keep that ownership and that identity. And I think that what you guys are, have talked about as well with just the um, being able to have a decentralized identity without having to have KYC, um, you know, because of NFTs and like using that in social media platforms and everything else. I think that's really just the future that eats everything because um, that's what we really need. We, we shouldn't have to expose where we live or our phone number or any of these other informations um, just so that people know that we're real you know there there has to be other ways and i think elon musk is starting to touch on this with just the the cost to play um instead of this free because it's never free right we, we all have learned over the last decade plus that we've sold our soul sold all of our data basically our entire we've hoard out our digital identity for free um so that it can be turned over backwards uh and utilized by these different corporations companies and evil governments um to create the systems of control grids that, that they have right and so the idea of creating a decentralized identity is something that's really important and i think that's exactly like what stargaze is trying to do and they're trying to create a multi-chain hub where it's it's the center of everything that everything flows in and out of stargaze and i think that's that's going to be a big deal going forward so i think one of the best bets we can all make is betting on stargaze i think stars to me if we're gonna go back to the tokens um i think it Stars is one of my 100x bets. I really believe that it will 100x in the next market, you know, but catching the bottom is always the, the tough part of it all. I also think Osmosis is going to just crush it. I think Osmosis is, has, is doing nothing but implementing incredible uh, tech with um, in, incredible partnerships. And it was really neat to see even, um, you know, the, the names and the battle between <laughs> Stargaze and Osmosis for, for that whole thing. But that there was this recognition of the value that Stargaze provides and what you guys are building, what we're all doing here and the identity behind that. And they kind of bent the knee in a lot of ways, not fully, but they bent the knee in a lot of ways to say, hey, you know, this is really special and we, we recognize that. And I think that more and more of that is going to take over. And as far as anything goes too, if you haven't seen what Passage is building, I mean, I, I almost feel like, okay, let me just throw everything I'm doing away because, I mean, so much of what they're doing is just absolutely phenomenal if they can pull it off. I mean, it really is kind of that idea of this fully intertwined uh virtual world so you know there, there's a lot of stuff that's being built in cosmos that is just super underrated and i think stargaze is probably the most underrated nft platform on the planet and i think people are going to start recognizing it really soon i think 2013 this 2023 is the year um that we we have a breakout um, I think 2025 will be, you know, whatever you think when next bull run is going to happen. But uh, I think we will still have a 
a mini bull run this year. And I think it's going to be really fun and exciting for us all. Again, just make sure you take profits and, and have fun along the way. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the kind words, Wolfman. Um, I see uh, we have uh, Milo back on. Some uh, words from you? Yeah, man. Just a piggyback. I like everything you just said, Wolf. Um, I just think one of the other things that NFTs are going to help, and I'm personally looking forward to being a musician, is, uh, you know, just helping the uh, music industry get back on its feet to where musicians can finally, um, you know, make music and get paid for it again. Uh, a lot of musicians only make money now by uh, touring. And even that touring, I mean, concert tickets, if you're going to see a main act right now, are, you know, like just to go watch Depeche Mode, it's probably 400 plus for a cheap seat. And so I'm looking forward to when those musicians, uh, local musicians to main acts can go more peer to peer with, with their fans, you know, I think that that's going to back to the days when they were making good money back in the eighties and nineties by selling records and cassettes. We don't have that anymore with streaming. So uh, that's just another one that nobody touched on yet. And I am, I'm really looking forward to that happening. I don't know how, you know, if that's going to be a stargaze thing or something else, but you know, with the uh, concerts, selling out now it's it's pretty much the day the tickets go on sale three other companies buy the tickets and then you're paying inflated prices for it so uh that's just one other piece of the pie that i'm looking forward to with nfts just thought i'd share that uh yeah you know um, i'm not sure if you saw um pretty recently Ticketmaster mentioned that they're um, they're working they've integrated nfts so basically if you own this nft from an artist you're pretty much like guaranteed a pre-sale i think is how it works so it brings utility to like an artist token um you know obviously not not everyone has that same kind of demand as them but it's it's already making its way into these like large companies that people have access and visibility to. Um, so yeah, the, the future is turning on pretty quick. Um, does anyone have anything else they want to say about collecting on Stargaze before we call it? This was a fun, fun space guys. You know, I just said that like I suck at selling or whatever. Um, I went and looked and saw how many of like, I just bought a just ton of stuff just to kind of like whatever. And I just put some up for sale just to test out the site and see what happens and everything. And I'm like, holy shit, I've made a higher rate of return on my NFTs than anything else in Cosmos so far. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> like, it sold a lot of stuff. I don't even know what's going on. Anyway, whatever. Maybe my taste is good or something. Because I have no fucking clue which is rare and whatever, right? I just buy whatever. <laughs> anyway, hey, that's see. how it starts. And then you just buy what you want, what looks good. And then uh, everything else flows after. I think too, uh, you know, remembering as well with the upcoming AMA or a AMM pools, right? Um, you know, buying floor NFTs is actually something that you, know, you can really do something with really soon. Um, you know, you know, setting your own pools and stuff like that. Um, that's a tremendous. Yeah, um, what I believe. Yeah, what I believe you're referring to is the uh, infinity swap where everyone will be able to create their own uh, NFT swap pools. Um, so, yeah, like you can set it on like a curve or like a like a like a constant like rate of increase. 
Um, those those are coming. I, I I don't have the full details on it. Um, but yeah, talking about stuff that's going to be in the future, but relatively soon. Uh, it's yeah, NFT, DeFi, and Stargaze. All right, guys. Um, Safi, did you have uh, something you wanted to say? Mm, no, I'm good to go. <laughs> no, okay. Awesome, guys. Uh, well, this was a really super fun uh, space. Um, got to chat with everybody. And it was great. So until the next one, guys, uh, thanks for joining. And uh, we'll see you hopefully on Thursday for our uh, creator space. Um, have a good one, guys. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Stargaze Top Collector Spaces. Recorded on Tuesday, March 28th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Keep listening. Head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay. Checking that replay, sing along and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows. But then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack Not everybody's always in it for the money Looking like another crooked Sunday and I'm working Monday So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods Amazed to play Inception, the base stay blessed See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties Huge sums of money that go to the record label per playback Can seem insultingly small Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent Each time someone listens to one of their tracks only some portion of that for the actual artist. They can't even say they're making they can't even say they're pennies, making pennies per play. Until they can figure out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 pennies per play. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Aw, shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses. Now we're on the fence like we forgot how to choose. That's what happens when people don't know what's true. In the dark, eating bullshit up like a mushroom. In the lunchroom, just trying to laugh it off. Meanwhile, foaming at the mouth like a rabbit dog. Like a fake mate and call at the zoo. It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too. I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it. It's what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music.